Chapter Four of the King of Elfland's Daughter by Lord Dunsany. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four: Alfric comes back to Earth after many years. Back through the guarding wood went Alveric and Lirazel, she only looking once more at those flowers and lawns, seen only by the furthest travelling fancies of poets in deepest sleep, then urging Alveric on, he choosing the way past trees he had disenchanted. And she would not let him delay even to choose his path, but kept urging him away from the palace that is only told of in song and the other trees began to come lumbering towards them from beyond the lustreless unromantic line that alveric's sword had smitten looking queerly as they came at their stricken comrades whose listless branches drooped without magic or mystery and as the moving trees came nearer lirazel would hold up her hand and they all halted and came on no more and still she urged upon alveric to hasten she knew her father would climb the brazen stairs of one of those silver spires she knew he would soon come out on to the high balcony she knew what rune he would chant she heard the sound of his footsteps ascending ringing now through the wood they fled over the plain beyond the wood all through the blue everlasting elfin day and again and again she looked over her shoulder and urged alveric on the elf-king's feet boomed slow on the thousand brazen steps and she hoped to reach the barrier of twilight which on that side was smoky and dull when suddenly as she looked for the hundredth time at the distant balconies of the glittering spires she saw a door begin to open high up above the palace only told of in song she cried alas to alveric but at that moment the scent of briar roses came drifting to them from the fields we know alveric knew not fatigue for he was young nor she for she was ageless they rushed forward he taking her hand the elf-king lifted his beard and just as he began to intone a rune that only once may be uttered against which nothing from our fields can avail they were through the frontier of twilight and the rune shook and troubled those lands in which lirazel walked no longer when Lirazel looked upon the fields we know, as strange to her as once they have been to us, their beauty delighted her. She laughed to see the haystacks and loved their quaintness. A lark was singing, and Lirazel spoke to it, and the lark seemed not to understand, but she turned to other glories of our fields, for all were new to her, and forgot the lark. It was curiously no longer the season of bluebells, for all the foxgloves were blooming and the may was gone and the wild roses were there alveric never understood this it was the early morning and the sun was shining giving soft colours to our fields and lirazel rejoiced in those fields of ours at more common things than one might believe there were amongst the familiar sights of earth's every day so glad was she so gay with her cries of surprise and her laughter that there seemed thenceforth to alveric a beauty that he had never dreamed of in buttercups and a humour in carts that he never had thought of before each moment she found with a cry of joyous discovery some treasure of earth's that he had not known to be fair 
and then as he watched her bringing a beauty to our fields more delicate even than the wild roses brought he saw that her crown of ice had melted away and thus she came from the palace that may only be told of in song over the fields of which i need not tell for they were the familiar fields of earth that the ages change but little and only for a while and came at evening with alverick to his home all was changed in the castle of earl in the gateway they met a guardian whom alverick knew the man wondered to see them in the hall and upon the stairway they met some that tended the castle who turned their heads in surprise alverick knew them also but all were older and he saw that quite ten years must have passed away during that one blue day he had spent in elfland who does not know that this is the way of elfland and yet who would not be surprised if they saw it happen as alverick saw it now he turned to lirazel and told her how ten or twelve years were gone but it was as though a humble man who had wed an earthly princess should tell her he had lost sixpence time had no value or meaning to lirazel and she was untroubled to hear of the ten lost years she did not dream what time means to us here they told alverick that his father was long since dead and one told him how he died happy without impatience trusting to alverick to accomplish his bidding for he had known somewhat of the ways of elfland and he knew that those that traffic twixt here and there must have something of that calm in which elfland forever dreams up the valley ringing late they heard the blacksmith's work this blacksmith was he who had been the spokesman of all those who went once to the long red room to the lord of earl and all these men yet lived for time though it moved over the vale of earl as over all fields we know moved gently not as in our cities thence alverick and lirazel went to the holy place of the friar and when they found him alverick asked the friar to wed them with christom rites and when the friar saw the beauty of lirazel flash mid the common things in his little holy place for he had ornamented the walls of his house with knick-knacks that he sometimes bought at the fairs he feared at once she was of no mortal line and when he asked her whence she came and she happily answered elfland the good man clasped his hands and told her earnestly how all in that land dwelt beyond salvation but she smiled for while in elfland she had always been idly happy and now she only cared for alverick the friar went then to his books to see what should be done for a long while he read in silence but for his breathing while alverick and lirazel stood before him and at last he found in his book a form of service for the wedding of a mermaid that had forsaken the sea though the good book told not of elfland and this he said would suffice for that the mermaids dwelt equally with the elf folk beyond thought of salvation so he sent for his bell and such tapers as are necessary then turning to lirazel he bade her forsake and forswear and solemnly to renounce all things pertaining to elfland reading slowly out of a book the words to be used on this wholesome occasion 
good friar lirazel answered not said in these fields can cross the barrier of elfland and well that this is so for my father has three runes that could bless this book when he answered one of its spells were any word able to pass through the frontier of twilight i will spell no spells with my father but i cannot wed christian man the friar replied with one of the stubborn who dwell beyond salvation then alverick implored her and she said the say in the book though my father could bless this spell she added if it ever crossed one of his runes and the bell being now brought and the tapers the good man wedded them in his little house with the rites that are proper for the wedding of a mermaid that hath forsaken the sea End of chapter 4 Alverick comes back to earth after many years